Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Doctrine and Covenants of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Even though this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally and historically accurate as possible. Every day a new section of the Doctrine and Covenants will be released. I hope that you'll visit this often and be able to share this uh, with your friends. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Doctrine and Covenants podcast. This is going to be for section 47. I'm going to read the heading first. Revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet at Kirtland, Ohio, March the 8th, 1831. John Whitmer, who had already served as a clerk to the prophet, initially hesitated when he was asked to serve as the church historian and recorder, replacing Oliver Cowdery. He wrote, I would rather not do it, but observe that the will of the Lord be done, and if he desires it, I desire that he would manifest it through Joseph Smith the seer. After Joseph Smith received this revelation, John Whitmer accepted and served in his appointed office. Little historical background here, too. John Whitmer's reluctance to accept this calling may explain the, the meager results of his labors. He began his duties by his own account on the 12th of June, 1831, and served in this capacity, though not always with exemplary diligence, until his excommunication on the 10th of March, 1838. In those seven years, he produced only a hundred pages of text, four of which have since been torn out and lost. At the time John Whitmer left the church, he took the historical records that were in his possession with him, and they eventually became the property of the reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. From that source, several editions of his work have been published. Doctrine and Covenants, section 69, verses 2 through 8, also gave John additional instructions on his duties as church historian. Verse 1, Behold, it is expedient in me that my servant John, and remember he was one of the eight witnesses, should write and keep a regular history and assist you, my servant Joseph, in transcribing all things which shall be given you until he is called to further duties. As I mentioned, John was reluctant to do this. Again, verily I say unto you that he, sh he can also lift up his voice in meetings whenever it shall be expedient. And again, I say unto you that it shall be appointed unto him to keep the church record in history continually. For Oliver Cowdery I have appointed to another office. Oliver was called as a missionary to go to the Lamanites at this time. Verse 4, Wherefore it shall be given him, inasmuch as he is faithful by the Comforter, to write these things, even so. Amen. Another little uh, tidbit about uh, what happened here. John Whitmer was church historian for about seven years. On March the 10th, he was, in 1838, he lost his membership in the church. At that time, he was serving as a counselor to his brother David in the Missouri Presidency. Because he and W.W. Phelps, the other counselor, had taken personal title to the gathering site of Far West, the resentment of the Missouri members resulted in criticism and then formal suspension of that presidency from office. Declining to be called to account economically or to personally appear at high council trials, they were excommunicated. When he left the church, John Whitmer refused to surrender the history he had written. Later, when the brethren were compiling the history of the church in Nauvoo, he advised them that his history could be acquired at a fair price. He was advised that they could get along quite well without it. In 1893, some years after his death, the church obtained a copy of his history. His writings, which included revelations given by Joseph Smith during that seven-year period, were only 85 pages in length. Joseph Smith, in a meeting with the Twelve, some years after this revelation, spoke as follows about the importance of accurate records in the writing of the history of the church. If I now had in my possession every decision which had been made, or which had been upon, 
which had been had upon important items of doctrine and duties since the commencement of this work, I would not part with them for any sum of money. But we have neglected to take minutes of such things, thinking perhaps that they would never benefit us afterwards, which, if we had them now, would decide almost every point of doctrine which might be agitated. But this is, but this has been neglected, and now we can we cannot bear record of, to the church, and to the world of the great and glorious manifestations which have been made to us with that degree of power and authority we otherwise could if we now had those things to publish abroad. Since the twelve are now chosen, I wish to tell them a course which they may pursue and be benefited thereafter, in a point of light in which of which they are not now aware. If they will. If they will, every time they assemble, appoint a person to preside over them during the meeting, and one of one or more to keep a record of their proceedings, and on the on the decision of every question or item, be it what it may, let such decision be written, and such decision will forever remain upon record, and appear an item of covenant or doctrine. An item thus decided may appear at the time of little or no worth, but should it be published, and one of you lay hands on it, after you will find it of infinite worth, not only to your brethren, but it will be a feast to your own souls. Here is another important item. If you assemble from time to time and proceed to discuss important questions and pass decisions upon the same and fail to note them down, by and by you will be driven to straits from which you will not be able to extricate yourselves because you may be in a situation not to bring your faith to bear with sufficient perfection or power to obtain the desired information. Or perhaps for neglecting to write these things when God had revealed them, not esteeming them of sufficient worth, the Spirit may withdraw and God may be angry, and there is or was a vast knowledge of infinite importance which is now lost. What was the cause of this? It came in consequence of slothfulness or neglect to appoint a man to occupy a few moments in writing all these decisions. Here, let me prophesy. The time will come when, if you neglect to do this thing, you will fall by the hands of unrighteous men. Were you to be brought before the authorities and be abused of any crime or misdemeanor and be as innocent as the angels of God, unless you can prove yourselves to have been somewhere else, your enemies will prevail against you. But if you can bring 12 men to testify that you were in a certain place, at that time you will escape their hand. Now if you will be careful to keep minutes of these things, as I have said, it will be one of the most important records ever seen, for all such decisions will ever after remain as items of doctrine and covenants. So you can see the importance of keeping records and, and uh, keeping our own personal records, and, and I bear testimony that these things are true in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time. Toodaloo.